You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, God. The George Lazenby. <laughs> the, the George Lazenby one. The best one, some people say. Well, uh, as far as sticking to Bond novels and how they're true to the book, yeah, it's true to the book. Not so much. Lazenby's kind of a horrible Bond, but the story itself is pretty true to Is Bond. it that he's a horrible actor or he's just He's not... a horrible actor because he wasn't an actor. He was a model, oh. and that's how he got cast, because he was a good-looking guy. Just like David Hasselhoff, right? uh, Exactly like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> well, just like Sean Connery. Just like Sean Connery. Sean Connery can act, though. Like he's Boy, can he. Well, they a, found out a, then. You know. <laughs> except he can't act like a Russian. Uh, we, <laughs> or a Spanish conquistador. Spanish con- well, wait a minute. Highlander wait episode. a minute. I beg to differ. I'm from Spain. He, he this, says, this is how people talk He says that. he's not Spanish. He's Egyptian. I'm Egyptian. <laughs> Look at my eyeliner. I'm not Spanish. I'm Egyptian. I'm what's his name? It's like, Rodrigo it's, Villalobos. It's what is it Juan again? Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Listen to our Highlander episode from uh, <laughs> what late 2016? About a year ago. I believe? Yeah, I guess so. It was about that long ago. Should you be coming in on my phones? No, no. If okay. you were paying attention, I wasn't. When Dodo I don't, and I, were I don't speaking. pay attention at all. Uh, I can hear you. Yeah, hence my cans. Uh-huh. We call them cans in the biz, guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Got my cans. Well, good. you know what? That's good because I can hear him. You know what they call tripods? Yeah. Are you still talking? Sticks. Stick. Stick. Got sticks. Got sticks. Hey, hey. Um, you. So what did you do this weekend? Get into my car. Who me? Yeah, you. Get into my car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that lady? Non-consensual I don't, sex. I don't, <laughs> or is it yeah. unconsensual? What did you... Non-consensual. But unconventional. Unconve- well, it depends. Non-conventional. If you do it at a convention. <laughs> uh, what uh, What did you do this weekend? What did I... You always ask me that question. I do, and, and you're like, never prepared. It's like I fucking surprised you with it. It's not that. It's you went like, out of town. You went to L.A. Uh, oh, that was this past weekend, yes, wasn't it? Yes. It sure was. You know what? Sunny never mind. I'll LA. do... Joe's. It was all right. I went to L.A. Uh, I, I took Jenna. We went to uh, a jazz club and had some Zima. And, uh, you <laughs> is know, that your it was, Ryan Gosling? It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. No Zima. Uh, no jazz club. But uh, lots of biking. Lots of beach. If I ever come up with Beaches a medication, it's going to be called No Zima. <laughs> I like the way you work it. No Zima. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. <laughs> okay, so that's it. You just you went to LA. You worked. Uh, I did. I was there for a for a convention. Shop dot org. Did you? Is, uh, fun. Uh, hmm. Did you have sex? No. no. Convention? Oh. <laughs> That's where I was going, Joel. God I, damn it. I forgot 90 seconds ago know, we dude. had that conversation. The bong resin. The convention. <laughs> hey, I'm sober today. What? Mm-hmm. Today? I'm 48 hours sober, today. everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a tattoo on my chest right here. Wow. 48. <laughs> Just a 48? <laughs> Some people might think like... I'll know what it means. Huh. Is it? Every two days. That's me. Should we introduce the no, no, not yet because you haven't voice. fucking told me anything of substance yet. Oh God! Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. There's so much to talk about. You don't want to miss a thing. We don't have to. Don't want to close my eyes. I'm gonna do some animal crackers on your crotch. <laughs> Should I go north towards the bosom? Mm, to the supple fields below. The most unromantic scene in in any film. Yeah, I would say it probably outside of I don't Fargo. know. Uh, uh, there, there is Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> that was maybe a little less. The one romantic. where the guy in the behind the bars jerks off and yeah. then uh, throws it on. He's like, I can smell your cunt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
That was fun. They should remake that Cut as that a 3D out, yeah. film, though. They, they, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Hell, why stop at three? Let's go 4D. 4D, where you like just... the Lego theater, where like you feel the mist of the water and <laughs> yes. stuff. On There's, we'll just pay some guy a minimum wage to sit and in just a chair off facing on our you. The scene's coming up. You need to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they have one guy per row, and they just have a big fan. They just beat up <laughs> one of those industrial size fans. <laughs> this is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio <laughs> Network. My name's Joe. I'm, mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other, analyze it, and invite you, our lovely editing bay listeners, to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook in the search function. Type in the editing bay. That's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and uh, that's where you could join us and let you let us know what you think of the movie. Uh, if you have ideas for films that you'd like us to watch in the future, uh, that would be cool as well. And we are joined mm. by a special guest. My favorite guest. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Oh, wow. You're not even going out on the... My dad was on once, oh, so I can't call. say that. Wow. Nepotism. Doden. Yeah. Sorry, Doden. Sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm not going to make the you know the top you know <laughs> top of the list, but not whatever. You know. You're like right there. It's okay, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, sure, sure, sure. sure. I'll take it. Yeah, it's an honor just Doden. to be nominated. Hello, everybody. Last time you joined us was for Armageddon, right? I believe Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Armageddon. God. Armageddon. It's been that long, and now he's back for Doden Cop. And what was this? <laughs> <laughs> What was the one before? Because you've been on a couple episodes now, right? You joined us for Masters oh, of the Universe. Yeah. The, the live, live, the live event, yes. And there was one before that, and I don't recall. Uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb oh, Raider. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you guys see the, tra- the trailer Raider. for the new Tomb Raider? I, I did. Whole, yes. We should do a reaction video of him watching the That's the, not a bad idea. Tomb Raider. Go to our Facebook page. page. Holy yeah. shit. It looks fucking badass. Yeah. Alicia yeah. Vikander from uh, Ex Machina and uh, the Jason Bourne Oscar movie. Oscar award winning. That's right. Yeah. Oh. But didn't uh, didn't what's her name win an Oscar too before she did Tomb Raider? Oh, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yes. That's right for um, uh, Little Girl Interrupted. Women. Yeah, Girl Interrupted. That's, right. that's yep. what I meant. Very good, man. Movie trivia. That's fun. It's I'm fun. done. It's fun. I'm done. This is <laughs> this is great. Uh, no, we're talking about 1987's mm-hmm. RoboCop. You got it. Uh, not the 2014. <laughs> I have to retell this story because I walked. So Dylan was kind enough. We planned this what like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, like that. right after that, we saw Star Trek. Saw Star Trek, yeah. and I cornered him in the parking lot, which sounds much dirtier than it actually. No, it was just <laughs> it was just as dirty as you pushed me back up against the vehicle. You know, <laughs> listen to me, son of a bitch. Take my sick. <laughs> He's um, like, are you ready to accept my Genesis device? <laughs> <laughs> it is life creating. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we'd seen Star Trek, and afterwards. Uh, we hadn't had you on in a while, and so I pulled up the old list, and I was like, hey, anything here jump out and you on my list of, uh, I think the list is about 130. It's like Schindler's List at this point. <laughs> it's about 130 movies on our Editing Bay podcast uh, list. We could have added one more. One more. One more could have been added. This ring. <laughs> um, one, one ring to rule them all? And so I didn't get very down in scrolling when your eyes immediately went to uh, RoboCop. RoboCop. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, man, let's do it. That one's been on the list for a while. I think that's a listener recommendation, actually. I'm surprised you guys haven't done it before. Well, uh, no, well, um, because we have to make room for uh, such classics as Samurai Cop. <laughs> and Samurai Cop No too. Holds Barred. <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, Unforgettable Movies that oh, yeah. uh, I've already forgotten. <laughs> Like the perfect weapon. perfect weapon. Thank you. It's the one I always. Oh, forget. Jeff Speakman classic. He, we did an episode about it, and he forgot. Like a month later, he was like, "What are you even talking about?" I'm like, "We watched this fucking movie." The movie doesn't exist. Like, hey, you guys want to watch like Perfect Weapon? You know, like, what are you talking about? We just did that like a month ago. No, I would never choose to watch that movie on this podcast. Not when we have RoboCop. Back when Jeff and I were doing Afternoon Delight, we actually did an episode of the 2014 RoboCop. So, oh, did you? RoboCop has been. 
You've done the 2014 RoboCop before the 87 RoboCop. Yes. (laughs) But that was when uh, he and Jeff would do... We would go see like new movies as they were in the theater, as they were released, and then we'd kind of talk about it for about 15, 20 minutes. It was a a shorter thing. We should repost that then. It'll kind of be a nice uh, companion episode to this episode. That would be fun. Yeah. uh, You go ahead and dig that up. I I will. I totally forgot that um, there was a remake in 2014 with Michael Keaton and who else was in there? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. We just remembered, uh, thanks to Doden, that Sam Jackson was in the movie. <laughs> That's right. I completely forgot he was in. He's that. just in every movie. We can assume. Yeah, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. It was just an unnecessary remake. We'll do a little comparing and contrasting later. I think. Oh, okay. All comparing right. We don't have. To, we, we won't do it now. We'll talk. No, no. I, well, I, I just no, wanted to set this no, story up. No, it's okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I just assumed that you meant the 1987 RoboCop and. Thank God you did. Of course. So I came in here and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know if you recast yet, but we like to recast. If you remember, I know it's been a while. And he was like, hey, did you know they made one in 1987? <laughs> <laughs> and for a second there, my eyes just kind of glazed over. I was over watching I was like, you freeze. You know, I'm like, okay, how long can I keep um, this up? And yeah. I immediately, like, my mouth is, like, twitching. Like, okay, I can't, like, not First of all, like, I got to be polite. I'm not sure what <laughs> to say. And I could just imagine, like, what he's going through in his head. Having done this podcast with Joel for, like, three, four years now, what's going in his head is, like, Okay, how can we, how we this? fix this? How do we solve this? I think we I can do this. Joe and I will talk about RoboCop 1987, <laughs> and Doden can chime in on like the 2014 one. What's similar about it? Does hey, it, it was a lot like that time in the 2014. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to get to Michael Keaton? <laughs> no, right? When he says, I'm Batman. But luckily, you were just uh, pulling my chain. You were yes. joshing, as they say back in the day. And we did review the 1987, the original RoboCop mm-hmm. starring, what's his name? Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Frank yeah. Welker. But not Frank him. Welker. Frank Welker. <laughs> sure, Frank Welker. Former tight end for the, I, I don't know. <laughs> he probably did the voice, the voice. of uh, Ed of 209. Ed you have 10 seconds to comply. That, uh, well, we'll get into that later. Let's you, get into it later. All right. Um, all right, so RoboCop, 1987. Rated R. A hard R. Hard R. For 1987. This was the, like, almost, this was borderline X rated. Yeah. Um, That's what Paul Verhoeven likes to do. The most violent movie I had ever seen up until that that point. And even for, like, maybe three, four years later, like, that stuck with me. I went and saw this movie in the theater with my dad. I was 10, 10 years old. And I saw this movie and I was just. Like terrified within the first twenty minutes, I was terrified. Uh, so, nineteen eighty seven, we're at the height of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And did your dad take you out of the movie the way my mom did? <laughs> like, let's pull. Like, okay, that's it. Oh <laughs> no! Is oh, that what yeah. happened? No way. Oh, okay. hand gets shot off, and I was surprised we made it to that point. <laughs> oh but shit! Peter Weller's hand ass. gets shot off, and you know the, the eight thousand squib packs go off on that. You know, and it's it like we're done. You know, wow. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't enough that the dude gets shot in the boardroom. Oh yeah, and, and after that, I was on thin ice. It was like if nothing like that happens to the rest of the movie, I could probably stay. But that's Act One. That's how yes. they open the film. Oh yeah, so you know they weren't quite done. So, so you never got to see it to completion. Sorry, oh, I, I, no I, pun intended. At, at that point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, that was all I saw until like another year. Until you know, because it took forever for movies to come on video. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, I got to you know go stay at some other kid's house, and they had it. like I watch RoboCop. I'm like, can we? <laughs> like, your parents are cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, like my, my mom, I'm just you know, straight up. We were at the drive-in, actually. Ooh. You know, oh yeah, and it was like, okay, easy getaway. Oh yeah, just start it up. You know, put it in drive. And you we're don't gone. have to walk past all the people eating nope. their popcorn. Yeah, not the. Yeah, I'm sorry, my mom's not letting me do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I had to explain that. You know, later on. So, what was that first real? Uh, obviously, this movie spoke to you because you jumped right to it on my my podcast list. Oh yeah, 
Well, yeah, part of that was because of like the expectation because you know back in like in '87, like the commercials they were running, like oh my god, you're 10 years old. Yeah, right. It you was know, almost like, yeah, like you went with, with your dad. I mean, good god, it's like you know I have to see the Robocop. He's got a Robocop. He's got a machine gun, handgun. They were you know, almost and, advertising it to children because I thought I loved the character design. I loved the video game. Absolutely. How cool is it? He, he keeps his gun in his leg and you oh, see sure. the little transformer like animation twirls the gun around exactly you know? yeah exactly just like you said the animation puts it back in his leg and everything yeah mm-hmm. so like that was like oh god i can see fucking robocop and, and then of course being denied it you know midway through like on opening weekend like it's all built up built up built up no sir we're, we're uh, done yeah robocop blue balls for the next yeah few exactly years, so. and yeah so i saw it he uh, does blow balls in yeah. this movie too that blows is. them away <laughs> yeah shoots a guy in the fucking well, shot he had it coming dick. yeah dude. yeah so what i was saying before <laughs> Is that this movie came out in 1987, height of the Cold War, mm-hmm. and uh, you know there was uh, the beginning of corporate America kind of coming in, swooping in, and uh, you know buying things up. Monopoly, like this is where we got a lot of our monopoly laws from, was this time, uh, and you could see like the satire that's taking place in this movie. Yes, now you've got very a, a, much so. a corporation that's come in and bought, a, a, you know. The police department, basically. Right. They own his, all the good, mm-hmm. the, the utilities. Mm-hmm. And is using it as, like, guinea pigs to develop further projects for, like, mm-hmm. military. Uh, one of the things that I really love about this movie that plays off of what's going on, the times, is, like, how it goes back. It opens with, like, the TV news reports. Right, and that's and something it really that... really builds the world that we're living in in this mm-hmm. film. Paul Verhoeven has done that a few times, uh, most notably Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers mm-hmm. which I, I remember seeing that and thinking that was a cop-out. I don't know where you fall on Paul Verhoeven. Uh, I kind of have a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Having seen this movie uh, again, I think this is my favorite Paul Verhoeven movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then everything else has kind of been... I mean, I guess Starship Troopers is 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 very similar in its social commentary but, aspirations. And, and and Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers is fun. It's a fun sci-fi. I'm sorry, film. I can't hear you say Troopers. The Troopers, <laughs> my my John Claude Van Damme. Yes. Um, Listen to our Street Fighter episode from last and, week. And you've got uh, what? What did he do? He did uh, Total Recall. Basic Instinct. That's right. And Basic uh, Instinct. Yeah, Total Recall. Hollow uh, Man. Also, we did that on this did podcast okay. a few years ago. Holloman. Holloman. Yes. Holloman. <laughs> I'm Ira Holloman. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ira Holloman from Holloman, Speedman, and Bettman. Uh, okay, no. Showgirls. So, oh, no. yes. Wait, right. was that no, him? Show, yeah. yeah, Showgirls was oh, Paul Verhoeven. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. I think that this one is his best film, not just because of, like, not because of, like, the film itself, like, the quality of the film, but also the story, the script behind it, and how he chose to bring that to life. I think that it's the most skillful. In the past 20 years, maybe 30 years, mm. I don't think we've seen anything as strong satire-wise as what he was doing. I mean, this this movie came out when we had, like, the one-man army movies going on with Commando and Rambo. That's right. Like, right. And they, we, were, we were entering this post-Vietnam, like, revisiting that and uh, the, the one-man warrior things. And every movie was violent. You had to have a body count. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is when... Horror movies were really starting to take off, too, with your Friday the 13th right. and Nightmare on Elm Street. It was becoming violent and violent and violent. And what RoboCop does is kind of turns uh, mainstream media on its ear a little bit mm-hmm. by playing up that hyper-violence. It's kind of turning the mirror back on itself. And I thought that was really interesting, what Paul Verhoeven was doing with that. I'm going to stop being uh, artsy-fartsy fucking cinephile <laughs> now. But I'm just saying, like, that is one of the more interesting aspects of this movie. And I think that it it still speaks volumes uh, now, what thirty years later? Yeah, 
it's it's still amazing. I I really like this movie. Yeah, I, I thought kind of the same thing. It's like the way they do the the sarcastic, uh, the newscast, and everything. They, yes. they kind of play it up. I thought of it being similar to uh, They Live. Uh-huh. You know, very, oh, yeah. very, very, mm-hmm. very much with the type of commentary they were you know putting in and the way they were you know kind of a little less heavy handed though. And like you said, it was. Uh, I, do you recall at the time? And I mean, we were we were all kids, but was sure. it received uh, and recognized as the, the the satire that it was supposed to be? Because I feel I like don't know. everybody that I knew that liked it, just like you done, was just like, hey, it's a it's a robot walking around with guns fighting crime. Sure, we didn't yeah. realize that there was so much. Uh, oh no, that. These are definitely not the thoughts of 10-year-old Joe, where I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. this satire is very important. Uh, but it wasn't ne- the thought of my mom. She's pulling me out and like, oh, I make a good point with that. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> These are important I get questions. where you're going with the that satire. Would, that would be awesome if that was like your argument. But mom, it's it's turning it's turning the mirror on itself. The Come message. on. The game is called Nukem. Don't you get whether, you know. Oh, yes. This they, is important. When they cut into the commercial, yeah, yes. my Parker Brothers. What is I even wrote down. Yeah, Nukem. Nukem. Get them before they get you. Yeah. That's the tagline. <laughs> Which is scary because we're kind of we've we've come full circle and we're yeah. back kind of not to get into a political discussion but we've kind of come back around to stuff like this now mm-hmm. we're back in this and it's taken very little time for us to get back into an era surprisingly where so we it's us against them yeah. and it's been a long time since we've been in that place and it's scary you know I was a kid back then I didn't think about it I didn't worry about it and I heard my parents talking about stuff that I hear myself talking about with other people now. And I'm like, oh, this is this is worrisome. I'm like, whoa, who the fuck did I become? Yeah, you know, I just a bit go of outside history and repeating fucking, itself. Yeah. nuclear war still a thing. I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. It's coming just back. Just like everything else from the pirates 80s. are back. Uh, yeah. Vampires and mm-hmm. nuclear war. Yeah, nuclear yeah. war. Yep. So um, the uh, now, now that I've talked about how important and wonderful this movie is from a satire standpoint, uh-huh. uh, let's get into the meat of this fucking movie. Yeah, man. It's not that this movie does not have some fucking problems. Uh, most notably, the acting. The acting in this film <laughs> well, is fucking harsh. And that's also a um, th- that's a reoccurring theme with Paul Verhoeven movies. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if he's intentionally casting people who maybe aren't really up to the task, or if he's asking them to... I almost think he's fucking with it. Like, when he, when he casps... Casps? When he casts Casper Van Dien in uh, Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. is he telling them, all right, I want you to play this kind of dumb Johnny jock Rico. character, or is he just casting kind of a dumb jock character and not telling him... Hey, in my back pocket, you're actually playing like a stereotype. You're playing a cliche. Yeah. I don't know. I think what Paul Verhoeven was doing with Starship Troopers was casting the most beautiful people in the world. Also true. And Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> who really seemed to be the only one who was kind of in on the joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, li- I like the movie okay, but yeah, it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't transcend as well that the action movie sci-fi no. action movie uh, element and kind of come into its own where it's like it's also telling us a message it's, it, well he saves his message for like kind of like the final act it's yeah. not then when it's kind of the, the big reveal it's, and, and that, even then it's, it's not really late. big of a exactly mm-hmm. we, he'll, I, I appreciate what you're trying to say but you've made me sit through this hour and 45 minute shitty action movie yeah <laughs> um, so good on you uh-huh. I guess but, uh-huh. uh, but yeah Robocop kind of walks that line where it you, does you, uh, again you could be a 10 year old Matt Doden and uh, watch it at your friend's house without your mom knowing, and uh, and enjoy it just for what it is. But then, yeah, watching it as as a forty something almost, mm-hmm. um, you're like, oh, this. I, I, I think I think this movie holds up it very does. well. It does. It, it's 
the movie has some great world building, like I mentioned earlier, with like the TV broadcasts. Uh, it, it it gives you a great sense of this place that these characters live in, and also like which is it, a terrible place. It's a terrible place, and, they, and that's why <laughs> our Dallas, characters, by the way, almost <laughs> all of our characters are jaded people because yeah. they live in such a horrible fucking environment. Um, police force talking about going on strike, going on strike, but the police force is owned. By OCP, mm-hmm, right. uh, yeah, which, you know me, which <laughs> which owns all these <laughs> all this other stuff, and and it's it's so funny to see like when we're when we're with the police squad and how dirty and grimy everything is, and I mean not just like the locations, but like the way it's shot seems very dirty and raw. Mm-hmm. I do remember and then, that. And then when they they're in like the corporate towers and stuff, the ivory towers, mm-hmm. everything is slick and clean right. and they they everything is shot at like a very a level angle and there aren't they don't dutch too many things. That's true. Uh and it's it, there's some fun art to that. Like, wow, this this is experimental. You could tell Paul Verhoeven was like, I'm really I'm going to try some shit out. Mm-hmm. Um now, one of the things that's interesting, living in Dallas... Mm. Um, Were you here at the time? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Now that I live here, because I, I saw this when I lived in New York and never thought I'd in a million years be living in Texas at that point. But here it's I am. It's a dream come true And for coming you, huh? back and watching it. Congratulations. And, well, thank you so much, guys. <laughs> I was hoping I could get the, the key to Dallas so you guys can give me that. Uh, no, so it's fun watching this movie, though. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way, watching this and seeing the locations, mm-hmm. but seeing them reuse locations as different places like where Murphy and Lewis are getting their hot dogs and stuff and eating is actually the parking lot of WFAA in downtown Dallas. <laughs> you know, you, you could see the skyline in the background. Yeah, you so see I the skyline and you see the, the large antennas what mm-hmm. gave yes. it away. Yes, no, that's right. And then they reuse that same exact lot for when RoboCop uh, busts the guys who are trying to assault the woman. Right. right? And they're in that same lot. I'm like, wow. It's at it's, night. They're it's, in the shadow of the Renaissance Tower. Exactly. Half, half the movie. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, even if you were from Dallas and didn't know it was filmed in Dallas, you'd be watching that and be like, what? They're, they're in Dallas. They're Just, in Dallas. It's, it's so <laughs> obviously Dallas. No, and, it's and, old Detroit. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Old Detroit. The well, old... You, you know the story of why he used it, right? No. Paul Verhoeven was in Dallas, uh, I guess, doing some kind of business or whatever, and he was driving in off of 30 mm-hmm. and saw the skyline. And thought, this is gorgeous. This looks like Detroit of the future. Like, what's going to happen like with Detroit in the future? <laughs> not sure if that's a compliment. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, At least that's it wasn't Detroit well, of the past. Like Detroit in like 30 years. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm not sure if there's more of a left-handed compliment. Like, oh, what was it? What are you, what are you saying here? You it's it's, it's going to lead to this. Well, you smell like the shit I'm going to take in three days. <laughs> like, Excuse me? Uh, uh, it, it's so terrible. You be on like, the board of visitors. Me, like, that Detroit like, set the standard for like just complete crap, like mm-hmm. just a war zone yes. that, that, that they're in. Like, why would anyone live there <laughs> at all? Right? You know, why would anybody be, want to be a cop? Like, it's, why? Why wouldn't you go on strike? Like, they're they're cart and like they're pe- bring people in like it's freaking Vietnam. Oh, like, yes, and that was yes. around the type of movies like so like in '87. Yeah, you know, Hamburger Hill, uh-huh. you know, Full Metal Jacket, mm, that's you know, right. all the, you know, Heartbreak and, Ridge. Yeah, and it was all these you know like it was like a Vietnam experience. Experience, mm-hmm. You know, seeing them go through and they're like just war grizzled, oh, yeah. beat down. There were there were people working through some issues. This is before yeah. PTSD was like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, we had to work things out in a different way. Um, so so the story, we've got Alex Murphy, played by Peter Weller. Uh, he's, he's a transfer from, where is he? He's from like s- South... 
New Detroit, <laughs> yeah, old Detroit, from the good part of town. Yeah, that's right. He's from Frisco, and he's uh, he's moved into this new unit, and mm-hmm. they they suit him up, and he gets his partner played by Karen Allen. Um, Wait, is it Karen Allen? No, is it? I thought, I think it's it's, uh, it's an Allen. It's it's a something Allen. Let me look. Karen Allen isn't that from Raiders, that's from of, the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Let's find out. Allen, pulling her in. Allen Karen. Wait for it. Pulling it up now. 2014, RoboCop. Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. I knew it was an Allen. Close enough. Uh, so, yeah, he, he partners up with her. We find out she's a tough-as-nails lady cop. Mm-hmm. We know that because she has a short haircut. That's right. And she beats the shit out of a fucking perp. And she chews bubblegum. Yeah, she does. Kicks ass and chews bubblegum. Except for when she has the drop on somebody <laughs> who may have his dick hanging out of his pants. She can't help but look. She can't help but look. <laughs> that, that black gift. That black gift. I'm going to take your gift. Uh, yeah, and then uh, gets knocked the fuck out, and that's why Alex Murphy gets the, they get the drop on him, and commit one of the most horrifying pieces of cinema still that I've ever seen. That was my one takeaway from seeing this movie the first time. I remember being traumatized by that scene, much like your mom predicted. Um, I must have been 14, 15 uh, when I saw it. And I was watching like an edited version. Like this was like the made for TV. TV. So it's almost worse no, it's not. No, it's not. I was going to say, your imagination is worse. It's not in this film. Yeah. Like, seeing that hand just get blown off mm-hmm. and just, like like you said, a million squibs just bursting at the exact same time. It was it was terrifying. You didn't see that a lot. You know, you no. didn't see the, to that level, you know. No. They, they did some... Uh, <laughs> I think there was some pioneering and prosthetics work in this movie. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, one of the things I loved is the the marriage of the the practical and like the models and stuff that mm-hmm. they put with with the film. Even like the the Harryhausen esque right. claymation of Ed Two O Nine didn't bother me. It didn't bother I think me. They did either. a really good job of making it look like it was. In, I mean, you can tell how strobed it is, mm-hmm. and that it has that Clash of the Titans feel. Yeah, to, yeah. The, especially in the, in the fight when he comes out for the last time, and <laughs> you see the screen tone change. Like, oh, here comes Ed Two O Nine. He's about to enter because they just went to a different kind of film. Yeah. <laughs> they had to lock it down. They have to lock the camera. Yeah. All the, the main actor is standing all the way off to the oh, right yes. guys to, not to intersect. Yes. It, they did. You know what was funny is they, uh, they did have that one moment where the camera's behind Ed 209 and he's tracking the dude in the very beginning when he's in the boardroom. Right. And he's kind of tracking the guy. And that's a little deceptive. At first I was like... Oh my gosh, they're using dynamic camera with Oh no, they're not. They're just using it as, you know, the uh but yeah, it's it's funny seeing now like that you can have like free movement with special effects, mm-hmm. but back then even up to like the mid 90s, you had to lock the camera down right. and like this is our shot. Mm-hmm. We're compositing in this. And yeah, when you watch enough movies, you're like, "Okay, this is the part where the special effect comes in. Here we go. It's like when you watch cartoons in the 80s and if there was a door that was like colored just a little oh, right. differently, yes. something new, that one's going to open. That one's, that one's animated. It's like in The Legend of Zelda when you go back, you could see the one rock in the wall that's yes. a little bit discolored. Like, I bet if I put a bomb on that rock, it's going to lead me through the tunnel. Uh, so, But also, I should mention, uh, only a $13 million budget. So when you consider the effects mm-hmm. uh, and, and just the breadth of, I mean, they had to... Well, I guess well, they didn't let's really... think of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really. That's have where to they're pay saving their money. Huh? Yeah, that's a good point. There wasn't yeah any real name. What have we seen Peter Weller go on and do? Buckaroo Banzai. He well, he mm, did Buckaroo Banzai first. Yeah. Uh, Peter Weller went on to be in like Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. Oh yeah, who yeah, did he, he was the captain dude that like sent them to go find Khan and then came back and Holy tried to attack. Holy shit! Him. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. gosh, I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, I didn't recognize him without his metal suit. Because he's gotten much older. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Peter Weller, I mean, pretty much a, a sci-fi handful camp of TV, actor. Yeah, yeah right. handful of TV shows. Uh, he's the Lucy from Lawless here, of his from time. From here, a uh, graduate of UNT, uh, yes. if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, hmm. so that should be uh, impressive to you. And he didn't really have to <laughs> talk much. That should be impressive to me. It's not Joe. No, no, he he didn't have to talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just no, a lot of thank you for your cooperation. Right. And but even that, I'm not later sure. Later on, his voice would shift and then shift back to the robotic. And yeah, yeah. It's like he. So he he takes his helmet off at the end, right? And, and it's back to old Murph, which is like the yeah. So basically, you're led to believe that like the. The the sound the modulation comes from the mask. Yeah, but it's, like Darth Vader. But the mask isn't covering Even his though mouth. His mouth was you know completely you know uncovered. The and yet his time. eyes are still crystal blue. Hey, look, man. Right. So you remember the part in Judge Dredd, the Stallone one, where the little mic came down and it modulated? There you go. All right, there you go. <laughs> there was that thing. This movie plays out not unlike Dredd, uh, with the how they how he just like jumps into action. Um, what did I want to compare this to? Mm. Not uh, Superman. Remember the the original Superman film? I I know of it. Where, okay, great. Uh, Doden, are you familiar? I am with very Superman? familiar. Yes. Okay, so you remember when he finally figures out like his birthright and he's Superman and like the first time he goes out and he starts saving people. Sure. And it's like he rapid fire saves like four or five people. Yeah, right. it's a montage. It's, it's kind of like what happens in this movie when they finally let RoboCop yeah. go and he hits the streets and it's that. That's when he burp, 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 burp. shoots that guy in the nuts. He shoots the guy in the nuts. Right, he stops the robbery in the uh, in the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Like just RoboCop's just he's out there. He lays down on a railroad track and the uh, train. Goes yes, over and the him. train goes over him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flies really quickly around the Earth the other way. That's right. Because that's how time works. Time everybody. works. That it's because of the way the Earth is traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, Science doesn't check out. But there's, there, there is kind of a weird, a weird symmetry between this movie and like Superman the motion picture. It's yeah. Uh, if you were to watch them side by side, I think that you would see some things that oh, so like the part where where RoboCop starts getting like shorted out by the bad guys and stuff mm-hmm. kind of falls timeline-wise around the, the same time Superman's got the kryptonite chain around him and he's yeah. in the pool. I don't remember uh, <laughs> Clark Kent being almost murdered <laughs> viciously what? at the you beginning. Don't, you don't remember that? No. Uh, he was a baby in a ship and he's hurtled through space. <laughs> he still uh, maintained all of his limbs. And then he crash lands into Earth. I mean, you're, you're stretching it a bit here, but <laughs> I'm trying. I have to. It's not that big naturally. Hashtag self-deprecation. Robocop. I was. Uh, How did the movie make you feel? Uh, <laughs> it 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 made me feel dirty. Yeah, it does. Yeah. From the way it's shot, the way it looks, to yeah, just the copious amounts of blood. Um, and nobody's nobody's really a good guy in this film. Even the cops are bad guys. Yeah, so it kind of has. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're more than willing to turn around like just kill him, you know. Right mm-hmm. when yeah. he comes out and it's like end. yeah, fire! Like, we're all gonna kill him. They have the one cop as partner, right? The, that of the entire force, like no, no. And I, I thought he was gonna be the lone voice of uh, reason, and then everyone kind of slows. No, he's right. He's one of, them. and that was the nope. They all just fucking, oh yeah, <laughs> blown to smithereens. Yeah. The city is a war zone, but they took the time to get like all the cops to come like <laughs> kill the RoboCop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, you do what you got to do. It's like Frankenstein. So, uh, <laughs> it is, it's, it's like young Frankenstein. Much like Frankenstein. Like Robostein. Robostein. I, I don't know. Go Fra- ahead. Frickin' cop. Frickin'. I want to see this movie. Frickin' cop. Frickin' cop. <laughs> um, it is just Al Franken with a badge. <laughs> uh, you're, guys, you're under you're arrest. Under arrest. <laughs> I don't know if you understood the first time I said it. 
Uh, yeah. What were you going to say? So I uh, I love the reveal of RoboCop, and I forgot how long it is into the film before Dude, you actually it's, see him. It's like him fucking Jaws in the screen. It's so great. It's a slow build because they do something brilliant, which is from the time he gets basically murdered, it goes flatline. The next like five ten minutes of the film is all shot through POV, his POV, right. and you see the screen blip up and. Uh, there's a bunch of doctors and nurses. Uh, uh-huh. and that little sexy nurse with that the look, sunglasses yeah, on. How yeah. about that? A little Parker Posey lookalike. Or uh, Linda my, Carter. My recast. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, recast her. What's her name? What was the character's <laughs> name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Sexy, sexy well, nurse. Well, the old guy in this film who's running the show, they just he's just listed as the old, old man, guy, right? The, the old, old man. man. It's like a full uh-huh. New Year's party. Uh, the reveal. And, we were talking yeah, about the yeah. reveal oh, of Robocop. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so we see that whole sequence through his point of view as he's kind of being built. And mm-hmm. we know what's happening. We've seen the commercials and the posters. We yeah, know right. what's coming. But we really don't see it until like you see him walking behind that frosted glass as he's being Dude, no, it's when he gets up. Yeah. He gets up and Miguel Ferrer is like, it's for you, buddy. Come on. It's right. for you. And you the see it like, on the TV screen on the bottom left. You kind of see RoboCop. Oh, but I missed he, like, that. Yeah, he like turns and then like it goes. Into, yeah, you like, see the monitor. Oh, you know, yeah. Clever. Oh, and, it's yeah. Su- and it's such a fucking cock. Talk about blue balls. It's such yeah. a cock tease. As you're watching it, it's like, no, no you didn't quite get to see him. <laughs> no, you don't. And it's, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting while you're watching it. And that's... Again, that's art. That is that is skillful filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, when you finally you see you get that feeling when he's going by the frosted glass, and then you kind of just get a glimpse of him as he's going down the hallway, but the other cops obscure it as they're mm-hmm. running down. Yeah, that that reveal is very satisfactory. Uh, was this based on anything prior? Like this was on a comic book or no, uh, no. okay, yeah? Because I really like the design of RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slick. It's very slick, yeah. and it, it it feels futuristic, yet it still feels like very 1980s, mm-hmm. where a lot of those films from the 80s maybe feel, I mean, aside from the newscasters in this film. <laughs> Lisa Gibbons. Yeah, Lisa Gibbons, Lisa yeah. <laughs> Wearing, <laughs> I mean, like, did they even make her do a costume change and put her in hair and makeup? Because it seems yeah, like they she pulled her from the ET off yeah, of yeah, the set the... from uh, Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight. I'm going to call it Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, not 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 E.T. the extraterrestrial. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, sorry, I should have Although she could have easily five years prior. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, yeah, aside from from that and the costumes, um, it feels kind of timeless. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I, I from a production standpoint, from a certain (laughs) point of view. Even uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine, yeah, <laughs> I loved Ed Two Hundred Nine, and I remember seeing it the first time, not knowing that Ed Two Hundred Nine would come back. Like I thought that was kind yes, of like, right. oh, we introduced it to show that this this rival, yeah, uh, uh, Dick Jones. Thank you. Yeah, his. It's the same company, right? They all it's, work for the yeah, same company. They, right. they, they, but it's they a rival have different division. contracts. They yes. got they're they're contracting with different companies. And he uh, was paid for the Ed Two Hundred Nine come hell or high water. It's yeah, like, he's like, or getting spare that. parts. <laughs> he screams yeah. spare parts at one point. He's like, "Do you realize who cares? It works." <laughs> spare parts. I'm like, "What? Wait, what? Okay, I'm with you, Ronnie Cox." Uh, uh, yes, that's um, probably the biggest name in this movie. Is, yeah, uh, Deliverance is Ronnie Cox. Yeah. Oh, what? oh, I, I took him from Beverly Hills Cop. I, I didn't that for yes. about Deliverance. Oh yeah. yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. You don't think Kirkwood Smith? Uh... No. No. Not at that well, time. Well, at this point, Red now he is. That yeah, yeah, show. Now Red Foreman, I would think, is the biggest name. It's weird seeing Red like play a bad guy. <laughs> a bad guy. Um, and his voice sounded much higher. Uh-huh, yeah. I love the scene he has with the uh, the Italian yeah. drug dealer guy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, boys, boys, boys. Guns, guns, guns. Yeah. Come on, Sal. <laughs> it's like the, the Tigers, tigers are, are playing. playing. Yes, tonight. <laughs> 
I never miss a game. That's a great scene. I, he's good. He's quoted good that guy. so fucking often. <laughs> I can tell both of you guys did it in unison. Yeah, in stereo. And I like. Uh, I actually kind of like all that. Um, him, him, and his goons. Because we've got like the three, he has like it's like a rainbow wise, coalition the, of, yes. of, of goons too. Yep, you've got, got the black guy, the black guy, the Italian, the Italian, guy, the Italian. <laughs> with the worst laugh ever. I took her out. <laughs> Again, something that Ver- Paul Verhoeven asked for, maybe, or did that guy just do that crazy maniacal laugh in his audition? Yeah, keep Verhoeven. it. Sounds yeah. great. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was probably. I think the villains had more fun working on this film than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you get a sense of watching them work with each other that like, oh yeah, these guys are just cutting up. They're having a great time. Yeah. But I bet you anything, there was some one-upmanship going on with these dudes. Yeah. Because each each of them, you're seeing, you're watching as the movie's going on. You're like, okay, he added that. That's new. Oh wow! Like it, you get the sense that they're trying to over they level like, up get on the ridiculousness. On yes. And, yeah. By the time the movies, at, by the time you get to that last bit at oh, the yes. factory, love it. Like. Everybody's dialed up to fucking twelve. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, okay. Every time those guys were on the screen, it, it almost felt kind of like this could be a trauma picture. Yes, think, you know, it is. <laughs> Just like, he even kind of turns into like the swamp, the swamp thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, swamp, the toxic, yes, with the toxic ones, Yes, when you saw that. Yes. And you knew he was going to get hit by a car oh, when he kept like walking up. Like, okay, so I know there, there's not going to be. I forgot how you know. violent that was. I was expecting like him to. So he's he's full on toxic adventure at this point. Sure. Yeah. The nuclear waste has blown through the van, and he's yeah. his, he's got like <laughs> oh my he's God, got he's, like um, fins almost. Yeah, yes. his hands are starting his to melt like together. Growing as they. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how nuclear waste he's like works. Candles, <laughs> like he's like a melting candle. Yeah, yeah. And they yes. hit him, and he just like I was liquefied. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like fly over the windshield, but no. You just see his head yes. roll over the hood. It was like a damn water balloon. <laughs> that character too. He's like, my favorite. By, by the time, like Emil, from the moment RoboCop hits the streets and he meets up with him at the gas station and stuff, okay. like that dude is like. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Evil Dead remake. Yes, there's no. the character the oh, guy with the glasses no. who just like keeps getting like a- annihilated and beaten and stabbed and like just shit keeps happening to this one dude and he keeps coming back. Uh, that's what this dude reminded me of. Like he just is doing nothing but getting fucking injured and beat up by the time like when he first <laughs> meets guy. RoboCop on. And he comes to the most disgusting... Demo- like, you think that Murphy's death at the beginning of this movie is like, oh, that's horrible. That's the grossest thing. That's the worst thing, thing. Well, I'll that's see That's the in worst this movie. thing, <laughs> Well, like, I thought about that about the guy in the boardroom before. Like, he just... Yes. When Ed 209 is just constantly, like, shooting him as he's already dead, yes. lying on the uh, the model uh-huh. of uh, new Detroit City, whatever they call it. Alexander wept, for there were no more worlds left to conquer. <laughs> I love building models. <laughs> the exact detail. Uh, have you guys seen it? Not yet. No. No. Okay, then I'm not going to say it. They're playing on they're, it, but there is okay. I'll, I will say this without spoiling anything. Oh, okay. Something happens. Something happens in it <laughs> at, in like the first five minutes, and it's like, oh, oh my god, that's horrible. But what's really cool about it is it never gets worse than that. Oh, like, and I I feel like that's a cool subliminal thing to kind of throw into a movie. It's like, all right. Kind of like what happened with you and your mom. Like, right. all right, that was really bad in the boardroom. Okay, what happened to Murphy's horrible. We're going. If you can hit somebody in the first few minutes, and especially if it's a scary or violent movie, right. if you can hit everybody with the worst thing that can possibly happen <laughs> within the first like five ten minutes, that's great because it sets the it sets it keeps the bar. you on edge. Uh-huh. It keeps for you the on rest edge. Of the film. But as long as it never goes worse than this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm cool with that. This movie was a complete opposite. Where like it started here, 
and then each thing just got worse and worse and worse. And like every time, you're like, "Oh my god, that is that's that's <laughs> horrific. That that it cannot get worse than that." By the third act, I want grown men leaving the theater. <laughs> <laughs> just grown men crying. Yes, sir, why are you still here? <laughs> you're right. Even to even all the way up to Kirkwood Smith's. Death. Yes. Which he, he doesn't get any limbs blown off, right. but that constant spurt of blood, yes. The, yes. The, the, the shooting. <laughs> you can you can picture the guy the off camera just squeezing yeah. that right. ladder. <laughs> How fun that must have been! Oh God, yes. <laughs> Not for the guy who had to clean it up. No, true. Uh, that take sucked. We need to redo it. Reset. Do you think they cleaned that up, or do you think they just <laughs> they just left it? Left that's it. That's now the mixmaster here in downtown. This Dallas. was yeah. This was in Dallas. Do you think they're like they okay, built over it? Like a, we're never coming back. It's like we Indian all know burial this. ground. Yeah. It's like when you watch like old movies, like Bridge on the River Kwai, and the guys are marching at the beginning, but you already see footprints ahead of them. You're like, oh, they've done this already. Take they five. Did this a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of things seemed like it was done on the first take. With this, like, <laughs> yes. we, like we really yes. need to get out of here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're losing light. I was about yes. to say not so much because they nailed it on the first take, but because we only have one take, guys. Yes. We have that, got that's to the do impression this. I got with a lot of it. It had a very B, you know, factor Absol- to it. Absolutely. <laughs> Who's the worst actor in this? Do you think? Ooh, man, Peter Weller. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think Peter Weller. He has some moments at the beginning, but he's just so very kind of plain vanilla. Peter Weller or his partner. Yeah, um, she's not very. She's really not re- memorable. Peter Weller. I, I I go back and forth because yes, because his voice would constantly change between robotic and then okay, now the mask is off and I'll be tender now. But then later I'm talking. <laughs> I talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is he? But at the same time, like he did a really great physical job um, of just looking uncomfortable, which he looks very much so. I imagine anybody would. But you're right. You know, it's as like, what you would expect a robot to be. I you know, love, in the mid late eighties. The I way love his that movement, walk. And like he'll turn, yes. he'll shift his body before yes. he turns his head, his or head he would like turn one... his head before he turned the rest of his right. body. Yeah, he was really good with that. Some of the physicality yes. was really good, but as far as like delivering dialogue mm-hmm. in in any kind of a sympathetic manner or yeah. building that character to make me care about, and I guess that's kind of part of the satire was like we didn't really get to know Murphy before, and that's what makes it interesting to learn who he was after through the eyes of Robocop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the ghost in the machine. Like, yeah. you know, now he's learning and it's that 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 Frankenstein thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of learning like, no, I'm I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a man. There's something still alive in here. But you're right. He does have more personality and you uh, you care about him more as Robocop yeah. than you did as a human. Uh-huh. Right. Because that's when you learn about his family. When he goes back to his home. His home and he starts remembering shit. Mm-hmm. I love how that's shot too because it's yes. still POV but they're dissolving back and forth from, from his memory right. to like real time as he's walking through the empty house. Uh-huh. Very well done. Yeah, it is. I also like the uh, uh, Max Headroom like a realtor, <laughs> that's that's your future, by the way, Doden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I'm replaced by stuck on a screen. Yeah. By, would you like the home? Like to make an offer? <laughs> like, yes. And like he goes into the bedroom, and there's another one there. Like in here, it's his twelve squeak. I'm feet. already recording those. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, John. <laughs> uh, no, that was that's again the the use of POV in this film. Mm-hmm. It, it, like they, what was that movie that came out a year or so ago? Max Payne or Maximum. Max Harry, uh, yeah. uh, oh Harry, something uh, Max, hardcore, hardcore, hardcore Harry. Oh yes, oh that it's all POV, it's all done like a video POV. Game. Like I don't think I could sit through something like that. I have very little patience for POV. Mm-hmm. The trailer was tedious for me. Oh like, god, yeah. yeah. But watching this film and when we got to see things through RoboCop's eyes, and I just think that's also. Uh, 
evidence of the the power of the narrative of this film that it's it is a B movie like you said it's it's acted it's performed in a B style the effects are B movie ish mm-hmm. it's very close to trauma but the fact that like the satire the power of the satire and just the power of the story that's being told mm-hmm. uh, helps kind of rise above it it makes it uh it, it makes it better than what it needed to be and yeah. man this was a fun trip going back to yeah. this yeah. i really had a good time with it uh, again, one of my favorite characters, going back to the goons, uh, is that, that guy. I guess it's Emil. Emil. Did we mm-hmm. ever say it out loud? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Emil. Uh, but I'm confused by that one crucial scene, which is kind of uh, it, it's, it's a it's a crux mm-hmm. that RoboCop later remembers. Like, he's he when that guy is holding up the convenience store. Or the gas the, we killed you! That yes, one? exactly. Yeah. Man, we killed you, man. But was I the only one who immediately was like, how is he recognizing this cop? Who you're? It's like how how come nobody see Bruce Wayne through the Batman outfit, right? And yet, yes, <laughs> yes, Joe is holding my phone over my eyes, and like from like fifty feet away, yeah, no. and he's able to recognize. His- hey, you're that cop. We killed you. You said that same that thing. Better you're coming with me. Wait a second. That couldn't possibly be something that more cops say. Exactly. <laughs> but it's because he has those Peter Weller pouty lips. I, I guess so. And how do you how do you mistake those lips? You can't. I, I mean, talked it, like a robot before I became one. You had Lewis. <laughs> Lewis is like, do you have a name? Murphy. Mm. Murphy. I was like, okay, this is a bit of a stretch. You knew the guy for like an afternoon, and I imagine that the RoboCop project took ninety days, right? Like three At months. Least. Yeah, yeah, like three months, dude. If I'm Nancy Allen, I forgot who that. I probably had four yeah. other partners since then. Yeah, yeah. So hey, you're that guy that got killed like first week. Yeah. <laughs> now, how many of those partners was she responsible for the murder of? Because I know, right? She doesn't really. Well, seem, yeah. she doesn't seem as remorseful as I think she should to this film. She basically caused that whole thing. She did. Yeah, like, it's her fault. She, yeah. Well, she's thinking like, does he know? Does he <laughs> right. remember? Yeah. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm your partner. I'm your partner. Like, you know, your your real friend. Oh shit! Please don't remember. <laughs> That is the RoboCop movie I want to see so badly. Revenge flick. Just, just, yeah, just, well, just Lewis, like the story of Lewis and like her trying to deal with that guilt. Like, oh, fuck. They could oh. have taken this in such a comedic direction. And I get the feeling like a lot of times they wanted this to be like a black comedy. You know, <laughs> with just some of the, like, the way, the nature of the commercials oh, it, and yeah. the, even with the news broadcast or the, I'll buy that for, for a dollar. dollar. <laughs> okay, who... Where is that guy from? I don't know where he's from, but he's the he's the takeoff on Benny Hill. Okay, like he he is that the Benny Hill character. Is that where that it's line? A, it's came a statement. From. Yeah, that's where that line came from. I'll buy that. I'd buy because that. Because I, I always thought that was from Smash TV. That video. Game. No, I had that stuck in my head, and I was thinking like it was from something else, and it like kind of like uh, the laugh in. I forget what the laugh in line was with the pervert there. Oh, um, but because <laughs> I know I, well, that's what so- he was taking off of. To me. No, not that. But uh, the guy that like you want a Walnetto, you know? Oh the, no, uh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, the old guy. <laughs> The park I remember everything else. I'm like very interesting. <laughs> like yeah, the, 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 basically, I, I thought of him as like the old guy on the park bench, the dirty old guy on the park bench, you know, kind of mm-hmm. kind of yeah. character. Yeah. So like I Hill. thought that that was from something else. And so whenever I heard that, I looked it up. I'm like, what's that from? And it's like, nope, it's the movie. Yeah. I could have sworn Smash TV invented that. Well, what it is that is RoboCop's version of uh, Idiocracy's "Ow My Balls." Yes, that's <laughs> yes. what this is. He's Absolutely. making a statement about how stupid people are. Like they they're entertained by the dumbest thing that's, that's on right. TV. Because Emil the goon the aforementioned goon like that's the show he always turns he on busts open a window just so he could turn the volume up on it it's not that entertaining no no it's not I mean I liked Benny Hill as a kid but what are you gonna do again watched Benny Hill as a child go back and watch it now and I'm like that was kind of inappropriate for me to watch that show <laughs> but what are you gonna do 
I watched a lot of shit I wasn't supposed to see back then. Yeah, you did. Well, I did. your dad took you to this. My dad took me to all kinds of fucking movies. He took me to all... I, I, and the thing is, my father was really into film and like the stories and... I don't know what's happened to him. He's not interested in that shit anymore. He's gotten off the film train. I guess he has, because like, I'll try to share movies with him and be like, Dad, you should watch this. It's really important. I think you'd really like mm-hmm. it. And he's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. But you're the one that like, you you taught me to appreciate a lot Cynical of this stuff. Cynical now. You keep bringing around shit like RoboCop. <laughs> I mean, good God. <laughs> Ten movies get nominated for Best Picture every year, Joe. Can't you get one of them? <laughs> If you were raised by Doden's mom, you would have had a completely different childhood. Would not be the I probably man would have. I'd probably be successful, though. Oh. Because right <laughs> this, this dude. Oh. I know. The house we're sitting in, uh, we're, yeah, he is responsible for. Uh, well, you. I built it with my hands, and you know, I was able to design it back in 1936. Did a beautiful job on the crown molding. Uh, I, I, I yeah. thought so. You know, That was one of my favorite pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, are, are these hardwood? Is this original hardwood floor? Or it is original hardwood floor. Yeah. Original. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Don't. Oh yes, absolutely original hardwood. You're, 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 you would know. You're correct, Joel. That's what he told me <laughs> as he was showing me through. Um, all right. For so, all your realty on. needs here, by the way, in the DFW area, mattdoden.com. That's right. A little plug-in. Oh, he's got. If, if you go on on YouTube, he's got some. Dude, YouTube. Your commercials. I on love YouTube? those. Uh, they are on YouTube. They're funny as hell. Thank you They're very much. They're funny as hell. I'm surprised they let you get away with some of those things. Uh, well, oh, well, you know. Uh, wait, 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 my broker or like the Texas Real Estate Commission? No, well, both, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're almost implying that uh, laws could be broken in order to get you uh, implying? a house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or flat out. Yes, it is directly saying. implied and inferred that I would break you know, any real estate ethics to, to find somebody at home. MattDoden.com. Once again, right. <laughs> MattDoden.com. Guys, if you get your arms and legs blown off, would you want to be a robot? Uh, like, if you couldn't have sex anymore... Oh, God. Like, yeah. I want to be Inspector Gadget. Do you, like, like, go Gadget my arms and legs for that? Is that... But he has no, he has no <laughs> cock. He's, oh, he's not Robocock. <laughs> not with that you know that's the porn version of this film. <laughs> like how that thing comes out, a Wolverine thing comes out of his hand. It's got Missy Reigns in Robocock and James Dean. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends. Would I be like Robocop? Yeah, sure. Maybe he doesn't seem to like it very much. Maybe you'd be a Robo Realtor. Robo Realtor. Would you want to be kept alive to be put into a robot body to do the job that you do now? To be kept alive? When you say being kept well, alive like that, Well, that's kind of what's going no. on. It's against Murphy's will. If it's will. against the will, then yeah, no, probably not. Yeah. You'd want to just die? After the hand goes like that, like, yeah, this is kind of the end for me. You know, I mean, yeah. after... That reaction, too, is like when he sees it and he just starts to, like, crawl, and I'm like, oh. That's oh. a legit reaction. Yes. Like, he's, he's watching himself getting, you know, you know torn it apart. is, although I feel like there'd be a lot more wailing and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> On my end, if it, it, I were yes. having my body, my body parts blown I'd, off one limit at a time, I'd have probably screamed out an "ow" my hand. Yeah, <laughs> he just kind of looks at, it, and I know it's because of the special effect. He, obviously, that's not his hand being blown off. What he, he has to hold still, <laughs> what, so that it doesn't look fake. But um, yeah, you're 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 not stationary as pieces of you are being uh, obliterated yeah, by the, gunfire. Ma- shock, yeah, the, the shock, I would imagine, you know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. But still, the pain. <laughs> Doesn't that... Would there, it even hurt? There, I know, right? The, 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 all the nerves have been obliterated. That's a good point. 
I feel like I stub my toe and it hurts ten times more Two than it would cuts. if my hand got. But yes, yes. I I'm yes. like, man, I would rather lose my finger than get a fucking paper cut. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that. Don't ever let that happen to me. <laughs> the next day, <laughs> Joe was in a horrible accident. Oh shit! He's now Robo Joe. <laughs> da, 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 da. Dude, that'd be da, awesome. Da, da, da. Dude, that'd be awesome if you if you walk down the aisle, your upcoming nuptials. <laughs> oh, dude, as you, you've got the playlist of the music. I do. I sent yes. it to you and Jay. Do, I, I so. Well, but we need to talk I about that. I still need to add some stuff in there, but okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm excited. I, I love that you're producing I your am wedding. I am excited. <laughs> I am job. Wedding produced by. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really going to be quite a production, it yeah. sounds like. I, I hope so. With uh, some vows in between. Yeah. Th- thrown in yeah. for good measure. Yes, vows of enmity. <laughs> I'll just turn to people in the audience and I'll be like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Just love you, to- Nana. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Uh, yeah, RoboCop. Do you have anything else? RoboCop. Um, I do love. Again, you know, we've we've talked about the satire. We've talked about the social commentary, but and and we've talked about the newscast. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like some of those need to be expounded upon. I love how. Um, and it's not this way with all of the bad guys, but a lot of the ba- a lot of the people who die. Die as a result of either nuclear waste, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. or, or technology. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, that gruesome death with Ed 209, <laughs> when he malfunctions immediately. <laughs> can't even fucking count down to 20 without that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's a version 1.0 bug. That you feel <laughs> you, like you, you guys work. need to workshop this thing a little well, bit more. Also, or how about, maybe we don't put ammo we don't in Ed They're they fully armed for the demo. <laughs> exactly. It's like, <laughs> this is just a boardroom full of board members. Like, we don't need them to have the rocket launcher. When the, the old man is like, I am very disappointed. <laughs> and I'm like, my first question would have been like, why'd you have live ammo in there? Why yeah. was there real bullets? Can't you put blanks in this thing? Yeah. We're not, I mean, did you show, also, how'd you get him up here? Yes. <laughs> how, um, did, how did you get him up here on the third floor? elevator? <laughs> yeah, let's about the service elevator, I guess. It doesn't even fit in that thing. He barely fits And how would he surprise of... I'm sure he makes noise as he's walking around. <laughs> just a guy with an oil can following him constantly. <laughs> Speaking of the noises he makes, I love how he flat out turns into a fucking the Millennium Falcon. No, yes. he turns into the Millennium Falcon, too, at one point when they shut him down and you hear the wow, wow, wow. Yes, but he's like squealing when he falls on his yes. back and kicking his legs. He who, roars. Who programmed this thing? <laughs> he roars at the dude in the boardroom yes. at the beginning. He's yeah. roar. Yeah. It's like, what? Whoa. I had some interesting choices on that. Yeah. But I, I, I get it. He's supposed to be a monster. He's a 21st century monster, yeah. right? Yes. He's Sabretooth to Robocop's Wolverine. Nicely mm. done. Uh, thank you. I like that. I've, I've read a comic book or two. <laughs> yeah. Recently. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I wish I could store guns or just... A, in your leg? Paraphernalia. In your leg. <laughs> you can. You just like, got to lose your real leg. Sneaking drugs into concerts would be so much easier if like, Wait, my what? thigh you just do what? extended... Oh, let's let's not play coy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> if like, my leg would just like come out and I could store things in there. Well, I mean, thigh was always, hollow. And, yeah. Hey, yeah. what if you had a hole that you could shove things into? Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Think on it long enough. You know, come with a solution. <laughs> you you might be more like RoboCop than you think. <laughs> if I were to be resourceful, I'm sure. Uh, uh, 
right. That's a lovely visual image. Yeah. Uh, any other notes? Anybody got anything else on this? Uh, I, 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 I think it's fun. Again, I love those newscasts. I love how they're talking about, in a not very nonchalant way, mm-hmm. oh, a missile defense system went haywire today and started a, uh, a grass fire in San Bernardino that killed two of our ex-presidents. Yes. <laughs> But but just the fact that that was written very specifically, I think, is is telling of yeah, some of the messages of the that the film is. Uh, I mean, you had that, that whole bit about like the the USA and Mexico yes. with the joint military strike. It was mm-hmm. like against Acapulco. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoa. And who, who is it? Like Myanmar developed their own. Or, yeah, or, yeah. It was it's weird. It's 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 weird. It, it was again not to get too wrapped up in the current events, mm-hmm. but it was. Um, it it was a, there were times where it was sobering watching this movie and thinking about what happened just recently yeah. over the weekend in Las Vegas oh, and God. like you know the gun violence and and how it it seems to be escalating but like back in 1987 when we were at the height of like these violent action movies right. where people are shooting and filling people full of fucking bullets we didn't have that same kind of gun crime like it, it's it, and yet people will blame People will blame movies. People will blame music. People right. will blame video games. Nope. And I'm not talking about with this situation in Vegas, but in the past, like you remember the uh, of course um, oh, Columbine, Columbine, mm-hmm. where they blame the music, they blame video games, mm-hmm. and like that's what's causing this stuff. Uh, and to see this movie in 1987, like dude, if if movies caused this shit, like yeah, we in 1987, problems. we would have had like some horrible fucking shooting that's a good point. Mm-hmm. because someone saw fucking RoboCop and thought, oh, that looks cool to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, those fucking guns they have at the end of this fucking movie. Outstanding, great. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it great choice as far as a, from not just from a, a, a narrative standpoint, but like an action because it 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 symbolizes the escalation, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and it is so fucking fun watching them like when they're shooting up that fucking street. Yes. And, that, and Kirkwood Smith, what does he say? He's like, oh, I like it. Yes. Or was that Emil? It is, it is Emil. trying it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they're just shooting the fuck out of it. And I was he like, take oh. it out, take out a store. Yeah. Yes. Plus, at that poor guy's car, he just got it. Right? And, and, the, and the fact that we, we get to see those come into play. Like, too many times I've seen movies where they pull out that the big ultimate weapon and then we see him test it, but then we never actually get to see them use mm-hmm, it on right. anything. It's, it was so fun. Like, what a, what a cool set piece at the end of this movie. The thing that's most disappointing, mm-hmm. I, I get a sense of like Beauty and the Beast with this movie, with RoboCop. Hmm. And, and I'll explain. Okay. The very end of Beauty and the Beast, when Beast turns into a human, I'm disappointed. I'm like, mm, I like Beast better. Right. Can you just stay Beast? <laughs> well, with this movie where like RoboCop takes off his mask and I'm like, could you put that mask back on? You look way cooler with the mask on. He looks like um, Lando Calrissian's... Uh, <laughs> Lobot? He looks like Lobot. He looks Lobot. like Lobot. He kind of yeah. With the bald head <laughs> and the stretched skin around the side. You're not as robo. You could, yeah. Mm. So, can we delve a little bit into the sequels? Because I have not seen either of the sequels. I saw two. I, I saw the second one, and I, that was it. I've seen both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember two a little bit more mm-hmm. than I do three. I know three was just like... Three, they brought a kid. They introduced they brought, a child, Well, they brought a kid right? in, and they gave him a jetpack. So, RoboCop oh, really? flew. Oh, and uh, and like we, we definitely <laughs> we definitely lost like the whole message by RoboCop three of like you know man versus machine. Well, Verhoeven and, wasn't and the, involved. The no, he in wasn't either sequel, right? Uh, no. I don't know if Verhoeven was involved. I think I don't believe wasn't. So. Um, Let me look that up. Wasn't Rennie Harlan the director of the second one or the third? Maybe he did the third. Let's find out. Fucking Rennie Harlan. 
RoboCop. Um, yeah, Ro- RoboCop. RoboCop two, nineteen ninety. Came out three years apart. Ro- uh, Irvin Kirshner. Empire Strikes Back's How Irvin Kirshner. Too bad he didn't have that same magic touch with the sequel to RoboCop that he did the <laughs> sequel to Star Wars. Uh, and then uh, RoboCop 3 was... You never... <laughs> what happened to your father? <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. And then Frank Frank he does spend more time in 2 going back and like... Uh, What's 2 about? I, 2 never is there was another Kane. drug... Yeah, it Kane. was Kane. He, he was, was dealing a, a drug called Nuke. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, and they put him in a fucking robot. So it was like an evil RoboCop, yes. basically. Uh, yes. That's yeah. usually in the third movie when they yeah. do that, isn't it? This was in the second one. And there oh, was a bad man. kid that was a... There was a kid that was in ro- uh, part two that was supposed to... He was a real piece of shit. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Nancy Allen comes back. Nancy yes, Allen was she, in... Yeah, she's she, in all she, three she of them. Was, oh, really? Yeah. You see, Peter Weller wasn't in the third one. Peter though, Weller was not right. in the third. Yeah, they did. I don't think they brought him back for the third one. <laughs> He was like, fuck this. I'm over it. I'm done wearing the suit. Oh, hey, look. Rip Torn. Torn. <laughs> and RoboCop 3. <laughs> so it must be good. <laughs> oh, and look, the name of his character? The it, CEO. The CEO. Oh, and nice. it, oh, Mako. Better get Mako. <laughs> He's in it. Wow. That's about it. Yeah, dude. I, I, all I remember about 3 is that like RoboCop flies it. Like There was this whole, like we don't trust RoboCop anymore. Yeah, just almost like, like Superman. Superman three. Yeah, almost like Superman three. So, uh, oh, look at Robo that! Cop. He's wow. torn apart. He's just uh, <sighs> Robo not. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that part out, Jeff. Cut that part. Out. Uh, so yeah, this this journey. Also, um, there was a TV show. Did you ever watch a TV? show? There was a TV show? show. There was an animated series mm-hmm. that I used to watch. Uh, I didn't watch any of those. The Marvel. What was it? The the Marvel Superhero Hour or something like that, where mm-hmm. they would uh, they would play like Spider Man and his amazing friends. Uh, they would do Dino Riders, RoboCop, oh, yeah. and then every once in a while, like they would throw in an episode of like there was this pilot episode of an X Men cartoon that wasn't the '90s X Men cartoon. Hmm. It didn't have the. This was something. This was something completely different. It was animated though by the people that did like Transformers and GI Joe. It was gorgeous to look at. Koreans, but somebody decided to give Wolverine an Australian accent. Which was weird because yeah, years yeah. later, Hugh, Hugh Jackman played would be by Wolverine. an Australian. Yeah, but they gave, yeah they gave him a, a, an Australian accent. At one point, he's like, "Gonna tear that shrimp off the Bobby," and I'm like, "You, he's Canadian. You do know that, right?" Like, and having Wolverine being my favorite character, like even then, back then, like in watching this, I was like, "This is gorgeous," but it's horrible. This is just really bad. When my favorite character in the entire cartoon is Dazzler. Yes, yeah. I like Dazzler. But that's oh oh that oh. that pilot is what the video game is based on. Ah uh, yes, yeah, which would make sense because none of the characters from the well, well, the exception of yeah yeah Dazzler was never around, uh, like in the well she was by, around in the comics yeah, but by that point in what in the early nineties in, in the early nineties kind of been she replaced had, by well, Rogue she, hadn't she, she? She well she and Rogue were kind of fighting over Longshot. Dude, I can get into this fucking comic book Please thing don't. all day. Who the fuck is uh, Dazzler. Her name is Allison Blair. Her mutant power like a... is to transform sound into light, mm. and she shoots people with it. She wears a big yellow, uh, a long. A, well, she wears like a, a, bl- a brown jacket, and she's got like a blue bodysuit. But she started off in like oh, the seventies. Right. She was like a disco roller skating disco queen, and she uh, she had like blue makeup on her face, and that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, great. So Hence there you the go. Name. We went from RoboCop to Dazzler. All right. <laughs> Just bedazzled this. RoboCop. One in the same, basically. Uh, yeah. So uh, anything else? Uh, do you have any other notes on I this? That's all I have, man. That's all I got. All right. So what did RoboCop do right? 
We'll start with you. Want to go with me? Yeah. Um, I like I like the uh, the art direction. I like the design of RoboCop of Ed Two Hundred Nine. Um, it's it's pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. It's still even thirty years later, kind of memorable. And in fact, in the twenty fourteen version, you know how they always try to update these, but he he looks. Pretty much the same. Just like black. they didn't really have to. Oh, is he? He's black. He's the, now. the, the graphite version yeah. of uh, RoboCop. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, but the design is is so iconic. They gave him the matte finish. Didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Doden? What did RoboCop do right? I thought it was kind of the same thing. I thought RoboCop looks great. Yeah. For 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 whenever they're uh, for the year it was made. You mm-hmm. know, for for the actual RoboCop himself. You know, is designed really neat. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, with the art direction, they do a great job of taking you to that place. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to like really just being grossed out oh, by yeah. the city that you live in. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh god, this place is disgusting. Hey, who wins, RoboCop or the Terminator? If they if they fight, I think mm. Terminator easy. Both slow moving, <laughs> both slow. <laughs> Unless it's the Jason Patrick or Robert Patrick. Oh right, T one thousand. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the T T two hundred or T yeah T one hundred T. Okay, whatever it is. Oh no, maybe it is the Schwarzenegger one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 oh fuck, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to give it to the Terminator because he he at least has internet access. He's got Wi-Fi built in. There you go. Robocop. <laughs> Robocop does not. He has to. Robocop, Robocop is still in standard definition. His <laughs> he, eyes. He has to. He has to connect land. You get a feeling he's going to get a fax somewhere. He plugs in. You hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that he kind of communicates. He has the R two D two. Yes, yes. He's got the R two D two thing that spike sticks thing. In. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Joe, what about you? Uh, I I think that the uh, I, I just feel like the script. I what I think this movie did right was that that satire. What was built in by the screenwriters and the way that uh, Paul Verhoeven brought that to light on the screen. I love that. I, I am so enamored with this film mm. just because it's it's everything that. A movie called RoboCop should be, and at the same time, it's so much more than what it should be. Like it's, it, it's really fun to see a, a movie like this that 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 has such a great a great grasp on what's going on at the time, socially and politically, what's happening, and how it's able to uh, to lampoon that. Uh, and uh, man, I, it, it's not that's not easy to do. Like right. I, I can sit and try to write something that's that smart and that sharp. And like, okay, this is how I'm going to lampoon this. This is, this is the message I'm trying to say. And it would never come off as skillfully balanced as it is in this movie. And that's that's Agreed. what I love about this movie. Yeah. What did RoboCop do wrong? Well, my biggest uh, gripe with it is uh, how hyper-violent it is. Like, you could still have that message. You could still have the satire. It could still be a futuristic, kind of fun, but hard R movie. Uh-huh. Without so much blood and gore. And I know that's kind of Paul Verhoeven's thing, I guess. But I don't think the message gets lost if you just dial that back a little bit, um, and it would have it wouldn't have scarred me as much as a child mm-hmm. as the way it's same way it scarred you, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, and maybe it'd be easier to watch yeah. in subsequent viewing. Okay, Doden, what did it do me. wrong? I don't like violence. Yeah, it was really just the acting. You know, like it'll <laughs> take you out of it. The the, the 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 trauma aspects of it. You yeah. know, with a <laughs> you know yes. laughing just the certain jackal. things. Like yeah, yeah. There are certain things like where. They swim around in the B movie piece of the of it, and, and a lot of that really, really works. And the part of it's what makes it work. Yeah, but, but I don't know. Yeah, part of it they could have dialed it back. It could have been a much better, you know, more polished movie. Of course. Yeah. So, so you don't feel like the 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 B aspect of it, the humor of it, does not uh, it doesn't temper the violence of what's going on. Like, 
It, it almost feels like that's what they're trying to do. Like, Kinda, oh, this, yeah. it's hyper-violent. Oh, but there's this also this funny thing. So right. that makes I mean, it okay. And, and, and like I said, there are times where I thought this wanted to be like a really, you know, dark comedy. And they, mm-hmm. they could have gone so far more comedically with it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So, I mean, there, there are times where, like, I'm not sure they know what they mm-hmm. want. I mean, the, the message <laughs> yes. is great. But as far as how they're delivering it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Will you show your son when he's ten years old, Robocop? Oh, definitely. Oh, I was having that discussion with my wife. Like, yeah, she's like, yeah, he's never seeing this. <laughs> she was on the the anti, you know, violence. She 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 very much thought, you know, it was way over the top. <laughs> well, yeah, let her listen to this podcast right. and how important the message is. <laughs> yes. Uh, what I think Robocop did wrong, I agree with you completely, Doden, is the acting. Mm. I think the acting in this movie is like. It's really for me one of the only downfalls is the fact that like your main to me is your weakest actor in this film. And that's somebody that's really got it, especially when we first meet him. And again, I, I know that we get to learn his past after he's become Robocop, mm-hmm. but I need someone that's a little bit more sympathetic, someone that I can connect with. And that starts with it being someone who's convincing as mm-hmm. this character. And Peter Weller was not Peter Weller's not convincing N- Nancy Allen. I don't like the character of Lewis at the beginning. Nope. I don't like the character of Lewis at the end. Yep. I don't care about her. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a, a poor way to portray your protagonists. Yeah. I love alliteration. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So if we were going to, uh, to remake RoboCop, which they've already done, but if we were going to remake this RoboCop in 1987, how would we do that, guys? Well, guys, I uh, recast nine characters here. I do not expect you to have done the same, uh, <laughs> but I really loved those little uh, side characters, those goons, the ones that get featured I, anyway. I have six. I have oh, six people. That all I right. Recast. Well, then maybe we do. Yeah. Oh, wow. How about yourself? I got three. So, so we're, we're, at least we're all doing a multiple of three. Do we want all want to kind of jump in? Let's start in? with you because right. you have the most people. And when you have someone that uh, we've done, we'll go ahead and, and chime in. Where, where did you start on this? So I've got the goons. Um, Leon, Felton, and Emil nope, are the three. Didn't Did do any of those? So I'll just do them one by one. Leon was the uh, Ray Wise mm-hmm, right. uh, character who, um, what do we know him from now? I knew his, him He's as Reaper. Uh, the devil from Reaper. He's also the neighbor on Fresh Off the Boat. He was yes! in Good Night and Good Luck. Yes, he was. Uh, oh, yeah. God, I love that he's one of these guys. You'll recognize him when you see him. Uh, yeah, he, he gets so much work. Mm-hmm. Good but for he, him. He's fun in this. He's one of the goons uh, who uh, makes it almost to the end and then gets blown up. Yeah. Uh, how about Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Love it. In that role. Uh, Felton, who's the uh, the hyena. <laughs> the yes. guy with the hyena laugh. Right. Um, how about Jay Farrow from SNL? You familiar with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. him in that role. And then finally, Emil. I went with uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dude, that's I could good. Totally see that, I could yeah. totally see Flea in <laughs> right? that role. Like you could easily, yeah. That boy, is good, boy. man. He, he could easily his, could have been in the movie. His yeah. big Lebowski. She lost a toe. It's <laughs> not fair. Yeah. We stomp on a squish at Lebowski. <laughs> How about the sergeant? Anybody do Sergeant nope. Reed? Not nope. at all. John Reed, which, by the way, is the name of the Lone Ranger. Oh, and that was his first name, John Reed? John, yeah. Sergeant John, John, Reed. John Reed. Reed was spelled different, but it's John Reed. I like what Reed. they were doing with yeah. that. Well, I went with uh, Sergeant Carl Winslow. That's right. Reginald <laughs> Bill Johnson. You mean Al Powell. <laughs> That's right. From Die Hard. From Die Hard. There you go. He's going to be our, our grown-up <laughs> You're just sergeant. looking at me blankly. I'm like, Al well, Powell, and you're like, uh-huh. I knew the character's name. I was uh, trying to make the connection. Die Hard, yes. Uh, Carl Winslow, then, is their sergeant. How That's about, good. How about Dick Jones, then? Do we all have Dick Jones? We have Dick Jones. Yeah. He's the older bad guy. He's we the... Uh, Rival Division, yeah. Who uh, Dick is the creator of Ed Two Hundred Nine? I went with Richard Gere, another Dick. Yeah, uh, yes. You cast Dick with another Dick. <laughs> All right, Dick for Dick. Richard Gere's good. Richard Gere's good. Usually, uh, don't get to see him as a villain. 
Uh, no, I can't remember the last time Richard Gere was a villain. In that uh, Julia Roberts movie, probably. Oh, uh, Pretty Woman? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I went with Bruce Campbell as my Dick Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's about the right age yes, now, he isn't is. he? Yes, Ooh, he is. He would ham uh-huh. that up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don, did you do him? I went with James Spader. Oh, that's good, man. Man, fucking tastic. Yes. Red. Fat James Spader. Yeah, I love him. Hey, now. Ultron. Yes, yes. Fat Ultron. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. It's It's Fat Ultron. Ultron. Uh, How about Bob Morton? Did we do him? Uh, Yes. He's the guy who... Mm -hmm. uh, is the creator of RoboCop? Yes, but it's a little too, little too big for his britches. Played it's by just... McGill Ferrer. Yeah, uh, I went with Tobey Maguire. Oh, interesting. interesting. I, yeah, I can I, see that. I, tried, I zigged when I maybe should have zagged. He's like Icarus, huh? He flies a little too, a little close, too to close to the sun, to the sun <laughs> or swings too close to the sun. But I liked how I liked how that character was so. Um, joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked how. Um, he was very kind of like double snaps. Uh-huh. And, yeah, uh, he's finger like guns. Fast talking, that's right. So I, I, I couldn't help but uh, shake P- uh, Jeremy Piven out of my head oh, when I was... Oh, God. Yeah. So how about the Pivs? That's Bob Morton. <laughs> uh, and then finally we've did got... You do, uh, did you do Bob? I did not do Bob. Okay. But what, about, did, what about Bob? What about Bob? Okay. Uh, Could have done Bill Murray in that role as well. Uh, Clarence Bodicker, which is the red, uh, mm-hmm. red, the father from the 70s show. Dumbass. Smith. Mm. Yeah, that would have been, I was waiting for that moment where he just calls Robocop a dumbass. Uh, how about Joe Pantaleone? Ah, uh, Joey Pants. Joey is it Pantaleone or Pantleano? Pantleano. Uh, is it an I at the end of his name? Or is I will. Because every time you say it, I'm, I want to bring up like, is that how you say his, his name? Everybody calls him Joey Pants. Joey, so yeah, Pantleano. Pantaleano. Pantaleano. <laughs> Pantaleano. Hooked on phonics. Work Works for me. For Joel. Uh, that's good though. That's a good casting for it. Uh, I went with. We're talking about Clarence Boddicker. Mm-hmm. I went with Sam Rockwell. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, he would have been a good Bob Morton as well. Come Sam Rockwell would have been a good anything. anything. How about, that guy can fucking play anything. He'll just we'll just do it in CG and yeah. he'll play all the roles. Just like Moon Robert all over Zemeckis. again. Yes. Sorry guys, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, did for, you did you do him? Yeah, for Boddicker I had uh, Paul Giamatti. <gasps> that's yeah, good. that's a good oh one too. That's good too. Also could have played the Bob Morton role. Yeah. Um, guns, guns, guns. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers are playing tonight. Tigers are playing tonight. Never miss a game. Never miss a game. And Lewis. <laughs> and Lewis. Lewis. I went with. I did you? Did you cast the old man? I didn't do the old man. You I cast the old, the old man. Let's hear it. Who's yeah. your old man? I cast Billy Bob Thornton as the old man. <laughs> oh, that's great, Dick. You're fired. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just something a little bit, uh, a little more casual. Did you the do delivery. the old man? Don't I did not do the old, old man. man don't. Yeah, you did. How about Ann Lewis? Ann Lewis. Uh, I couldn't shake the fact that this chick looked a lot like a Maggie Gyllenhaal from the 80s, like an yeah. 80s version of Maggie Gyllenhaal. So that's I my recast. That. I, uh, I cast Allison Lohman. Uh, did you ever see the movie Drag Me to Hell? Yes. She was the main in that. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's oh, great. Yeah. She's got a lot of a great physicality to yeah, her. Yeah, she does. Uh, so I decided to go that route. Good sir. call. How about you? I said Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> also, very similar. Yeah, I thought she had a similar look, and I couldn't. She couldn't shake that. And also, you know, with like certain parts of this being wow. like comedic, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, she's I done comedy. She's yeah. done drama. Why not do action? Yeah, right. Amy wow. Schumer is good job. <laughs> oh, that just leaves us the the, the titular the, tit- the titular <laughs> uh, RoboCop Alex Murphy. I'm kind of proud of this Alex one, Dunphy because I went with somebody else who Ariel has, Winter. Thank you. Who, <laughs> Who has a uh, a, a short crew cut? 
uh-huh. but piercing blue eyes. You're going to mm. recast RoboCop. You need those piercing blue eyes. Mm. And I thought of one uh, Daniel Craig, 007 <gasps> James oh, Bond. How about good. Daniel Craig is our... Maybe a little shorter of a RoboCop, oh. but maybe that's part of the story. He was like five foot four, and then when he's RoboCop, they've built him up. Hmm. That's pretty good, man. Uh, I went with uh, CW's uh, Supernatural's Jensen Ackles <laughs> as my RoboCop. I thought that uh, he's got because ultimately you're casting from here to here, like right. from the nose to the chin. And I'm like, oh, who's who looks good from the nose to the chin? Who's got a good looking, you know, profile? <laughs> profile. Mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles, man. That's I think who's that... got a good looking mouth? Well, is that what you're... <laughs> Whose mouth would I like to fuck? <laughs> well, that would be uh, me. Well, there's the Joel Bernson. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then Allison Brie. Uh, and oh then, God. Uh, uh, well, the then, list goes on and on. And then Jensen Ackles. <laughs> that's that's who I'm casting. <laughs> I had picked because of his physicality, because like he's Peter Moore's a thinner guy. Mm-hmm. You have to fit in that costume. I, I chose uh, Matthew Lillard. What? Wow, Shaggy. Yeah. Interesting. You know, he is a bit of a chameleon. I, yeah. bet, he, I bet he could yeah, do that. I, I, I thought just because of the physicality of it, you know, the, the awkward. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, who's directing yours? Mine is uh, directed by Brad Bird. Pixar's Brad Bird. That's not bad. Because I was thinking of Tomorrowland. That also has uh, it's a futuristic film. Not that bad. Don't listen to Joe, guys. Horrible, underrated. Horrible underrated. Um, when was the last time you saw that? Good action. Just saw it the one time. <laughs> good action. Good social commentary. And the, he, Social commentary? Yes. No, dude. Fuck that. See, that's why you didn't enjoy it. It's not it. as good a social commentary as RoboCop. Probably right. Yeah. I can't disagree with you. I know you can't because I'm always right. You have a director? Sam Raimi. Oh, dude, yes! Yeah, I think Sam Raimi would handle this Brilliant. material really well. Don't know. Uh, I didn't, I didn't prepare you for anybody. this. Uh, I would say Doug Lehman. You know, like, right yeah! Oh, but I'm trying go. to think, like, who did the 2014 version? Like, <laughs> Let's find out. Probably Doug Lehman. Some yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> it's off the top of my head, like, yeah, yeah, that's him, dumbass. No, he does great films. This is a director for hire, he does okay I'm sure. Films. He, he, Wait, why am I typing that in? Yeah, why are you putting, you're just typing in director? <laughs> like, you're going to get a lot of results. Director. Computer. Wrong, wrong RoboCop. You Hello, picked the, wrong, you picked the wrong, wrong one. You picked the wrong RoboCop. There it is, right there. 2014, <laughs> directed the by RoboCop, Jose Padilla. John Padilla? <laughs> John Padilla directed this? Also the director of Elite Squad. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. Yep, yep, director from Narcos. Hire. He That's... does Narcos. Troopers. Troopers. We've been given new orders. Hey, guys, if you've got any thoughts about RoboCop 1987 uh, or 20, 2014, whatever. You know what? If you've got RoboCop any thoughts about RoboCop, RoboCop at all. RoboCop 3, RoboCop, RoboCop the video game. RoboCop the cartoon. TV show. Uh, RoboCop the toys. RoboCop the uh, flamethrower. RoboCop the lunch the lunch bucket. RoboCop the lunch. The, what the do you call sheets? that? A lunchbox. lunchbox. RoboCop diet. <laughs> <laughs> RoboCop the toilet paper. <laughs> Merchandising. If you've got any thoughts about RoboCop, let us know. Again, you can go to Facebook in the search function. Put in the editing bay. That brings up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Mm. That's us. That's where you can talk back to us. And uh, let us know what you think. How you would recast RoboCop. Uh, we want to know, and we uh, we also want to know what you want us to watch in the future. Mm. In the future! Uh, just tell us there on our Facebook page. Uh, we've also got a website, Rachel. We sure do. The website is www.editingbay.com. When you go there, you're going to find links to our social media networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, and also our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Follow us there. You'll always be the first person to know what movies we're doing, if there's any updates. Um, you, If you were following us on Twitter, you knew about our last-minute switch from last week. Uh, or two weeks ago, when mm-hmm. we didn't do uh, Twilight, yeah. we had to do uh, Street Fighter instead. Hopefully you enjoyed both of those episodes. That was fun going back to that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but uh, I'm still just as awkward on the mic, trying to fill like a dead space. 
It's weird. No, no, we've it's we've matured. It's it's not you. It's us. <laughs> we 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 merge. We we have a thing called synergy we've, now. We've Joe, become one. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mind to your mind. <laughs> uh, EditingBay.com have been is our website. <laughs> we always will be. Your friend. We also have uh, links to our archives. If uh, you want to hear, because uh, we're quickly approaching episode number 200. Check out the previous Doden episodes. That's right. Of the editing base. Armadoden and um, <laughs> Masters, Ma- of, Masters the of the Doden Universe. Yeah. And Doden Raider. They all have Doden. Yeah, that's fun. Editingbay.com. Okay. Uh, please leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app in the search function there. Put in the Editing Bay or Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up our icon. Tap on that, and that's where you can leave us a review rating. Uh, you know, let us know what you like about the show. If you got any criticism, that's cool. You know, we're adults. As long as it's constructive and five-star criticism, I'm willing to take it. Joel doesn't want it. Nah, uh, keep, but, keep it <laughs> to yourselves. I'm all right with it. Uh, but, yeah, leave us a rating and a review. And uh, uh, if you go on to Twitter and DM... Not Dungeon Master. Direct message Joel <laughs> at the editing bay. Uh, the title of this movie, which is right. RoboCop. We have got movies galore that we can share with you. Uh, we'll give you a free downloadable movie. And uh, and your choices are vast. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got Fences. Fences is fun, guys. Uh, we've also got uh, what, Rogue Beauty One, a Star Wars story. Beauty the and Beauty the and the Beast live action. Bambi. Oh, yeah. The Arrival. Uh, suicide Squad. And, no, we have uh, already had into Suicide We've already, well, no we more can do another squads. if somebody wants to see Suicide Squad. We got Office Christmas Party, The Legend of Tarzan, and, uh, and yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. I talked about that That's one. Said. So, uh, yeah, give us a call. Give us a call. Like, shoot us a message. Something burning. We're here Is taking something your call. Burning? You smell that? He just blew a candle out. So, oh, so, way to go, sorry. man. I was trying to pantomime to Doden, like, that <laughs> to, I wanted him to, to hand me that stack. Yeah, I like I'm that making he, sun tea and kept, blowing out candles. He kept, and, you know, he kept just, grabbing the Guardians of the Galaxy one. <laughs> which is ironic because it was like that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 where <laughs> like, Baby Groot don't, keeps going. No, not the, the red button. <laughs> Why would you push the red button? Just bringing me everything except the thing that I wanted. Oh, but thank my you, God. guys. Uh, well, what are we going to do next week, Joe? Next week, Joe. Uh, speaking of merchandising, merchandising, the flamethrower and spaceballs, the toilet paper, spaceballs, the bedsheets. Uh, we watched spaceballs months ago. Months ago, but <laughs> I still have my notes. For by it. the time this episode goes live, a little peek behind the curtains. We're recording a week earlier, so but. Yeah. Um, we will have a new Star Wars trailer in our lives, Joe. Episode 8 trailer will either be out or will be coming out. Ooh, when? Uh, yeah, well, it's either uh, Monday, October 9th or the following Monday. Uh, so uh, hopefully you will have seen it by then. Hopefully the listeners will have seen it by then. And you'll be able to hear our thoughts on that and Spaceballs in our next episode. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. We may also have some special guests joining us for that. I hope we do. Uh, But uh, making no promises. None of them, though, as smooth, Mm. as fun, as just a complete joy to have on Mm. as Matt Doden. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Always a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. And I know, you know, this is the third location now that you've come to record with us at. And... uh, uh, He's broken it in now. It's smaller. <laughs> it's the smallest you. one so far. Is it? But it's cozy. It is, isn't it? It's very. No, wait. Cozy. This is larger than Jeff's apartment. Mm, this room, though, that we recorded. Well, not the room. More spacious, like for the table. Well, square we have, footage. We have more space at Jeff's table. Look, Joel. It's not. <laughs> it's not a criticism. I'm just. Uh, wow, I'm trying to fine. paint the picture for the listeners. Uh, it's no, a much finer space. You know, the, it, it is a much finer space. Fine hardwood floors. You know, Jeff did not have. Uh, <laughs> 
Such decor. Did not have his video game. He didn't have the room. dude abides picture back right. there. Right. Right. Have the, yeah, no, this Jesus. is great. You should just take a picture of your room. A you know 360. What? Do a 360 room. Picture. You know what, guys? Uh, go to our Facebook page. I'm going to post some photos of our yeah. little makeshift studio And here. check out the reaction video of Doden watching <laughs> the Tomb Raider trailer. Um, yeah, so we'll catch you next week for Spaceballs. Doden, again, thank you. Jeff, thank, thank you, you, sir. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. See you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Later. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.